Hello everybody! This is Northern Lights from Fangirl Central. The one place for all your fandom needs. Now, as you can hear, my microphone isn't the best. And that's because my other microphone apparently doesn't hook up well with my recording stuff. So using the one on my laptop for now. I'll get that fixed soon. But, yeah, on to the fandoms and not enough about my mic. So, have you ever heard of Homestuck? You haven't? <laughs> Let me tell you about Homestuck. Now, Homestuck is a webcomic created by Andrew Hussey, and it's become very, very popular over the internet, over time. It's about these four kids who play a game that eventually triggers the apocalypse, and they play it with 12 aliens who have gray skin and orange horns and have pretty much the same game session and they work together to restore both universes after destroying theirs. It's a really cool thing and you should check it out. Now, today what I'm going to be talking about is the uncontrollable amount of shipping. Homestuck has a ton, and by a ton, I mean a ton of shipping. You know why it has a ton of shipping? Because it has a ton of characters. There is so much stuff to say about ships just shipping 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 it's just John and Rose Grimdorks John and Dave Pepsi Cola like John and Jane cake ship John and Jake Windicuffs like John and Carcat, John Cat, just, 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 everything is, but, my personal, my personal OTPs would probably be John Cat, Rosemary, John Dave, Aerosol, and Windicuffs. Nothing personal to um to some of the era saw, which is Aradia and Solix shippers. But I don't really support that. It wasn't really canon, but my ships aren't really canon either. So 
but yeah. Now, next, after this, well, you'll like what I have in store for you, I think. Because, <laughs> well, I'm going to be reading maybe a fan fiction or two. Nothing personal. But why not make it Dad. You heard me. I'm reading some sad stuff. Oh, and it's going to make you have feels. More on this after the break. But for now, have some Alternia bound. I'll be right back. Homestuck. Be prepared for the feels.
now. Have any of you ever heard about a fic called <clears throat> Forever and Always? No? Yes? Maybe? Well, that's what I'm going to be reading. Now, this is for teen and up audiences, and the ships are John and Dave. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Dave doesn't come home one night, and John begins to get worried. Then, he gets a phone call from a nurse from a local hospital just a few miles from his house saying that something's happened. This is by Air of Eggbutt <laughs> on Archive of Our Own. Okay. You've been sitting here for almost three hours just watching as the rain patters against the window in front of you softly. You think to yourself as the sky gets heavier and darker with rain. Where is he? He was supposed to be home a few hours ago. I hope he's okay. You know he would have called you. He has always done so since he gets off at work at 7. Now it's 10, and you begin to get worried. So you wait a few more minutes, that turning into a half hour. Since you messaged Jade and Rose, even Dirk earlier before, and all they said was the last time they'd seen him was when he was getting ready for work. Jade only saying that she'd seen him at college earlier that day. You sigh melodramatically and stare out the window again. Thoughts poured out of your brain of the worst kind. What if he's hurt? Did he have to stay late because someone wasn't there? Did he lose his phone? Then the phone rings, and it nearly startles you, so you have to rush to the phone so it wouldn't stop beeping. Hello, you say warily, hoping it's not, hoping it's him. It's not, and now you fear the worst when your voice starts up. Yes, hello, this is Nurse Pacey's. I called you on behalf of Mr. Dave Strider. Oh God, is everything all right? Is he hurt? Your voice wells up in panic as you clutch the phone tightly within your grasp. Since you were number one in his emergency contacts list, we called you first, and we'd like it if you came down to the Alternian Hospital quickly. You never gave her a chance to finish it. You says you shut your phone and reach for your coat. Grabbing your keys and locking the door behind you, your mind travels to when he first asked you out, when he brought you to his favorite spot a little ways away from the school and to a secluded part of the beach where you could both watch the sunset together. As best bros, you had said then, he only laughed, and then proceeded to get down on one of his knees. You thought he was joking when he did that, so you paid him no mind. Only you did when you heard words come from his mouth. John, I want you forever. Forever and always, through the good, the bad, and the ugly, we can grow old together, John, just you and I, forever and always. The memory fades as you hop into your car, fighting back the frog in your throat. You start the car and head down to the hospital as fast as you can, since it was downpouring right now. As you pull up, the gloominess from the hospital pulls a few tears from you, and you let it happen. You get out, lock your car, and head inside to the front desk. They notice you right away because one nurse whisks you away almost instantly. She leads you through what seems like a million hallways as she tells you what happens. 
You can barely hear her, though, as your heart pounds against your ribcage like a drum. You try to mask your emotions as the nurse leads you into a doorway and lets you have your time. You don't look at him right away, though, as you pull a chair up to his bedside. Now you look at him, and you knew you shouldn't have, as you reach to grasp his hand tightly. He seems really weak, and you know that for a fact he grips your hand tight but with weak force. You sit there, hand in hand, and talk about the good life you are both going to have once he gets out. He says he's not going to, but you look at him sternly and chuckle that it, and the chuckle that emits from his mouth sounds so pathetic, you just want to take the pain away from him. You both talk about the house you're going to get once college ended, where you would both stay forever. You think as you talk. We could grow old together. We could even adopt and start a family. I'm sure Dave would love that. You suddenly get an idea from what you thought about. You quickly call in the nurse and a few others, and they bring up the chaplain from the church right inside the hospital. You rush out to the room next door and borrow some rings from the nice couple that was in there. You head back to his room as you get seated, and the chaplain says a couple of verses. You and him, even the nurses, and the chaplain were laughing at you with both his tears as you look. You've been holding back. Finally release. He's even let a few tears loose. And you know how hurt he must have been because Striders never cried. He also never cried in front of you before. You look in his eyes, suck in a breath, grasp his hand, and say, I want you forever and always, for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll grow old together and always remember, Dave. Your voice cracks at that part. They're happy or sad or whatever, I know you and I will still love each other forever and always. As you finish the vows, you notice the beeps are getting far too slow and more tears escape. His voice is almost too low for you to hear, but you strain to hear it because what he says breaks your heart to a million pieces. I love you, John Egbert, forever and always. Please just remember, even if I'm not here, I'll always love you, forever and always. now. <laughs> that one kind of hit me right in the heart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's hit everyone in the heart now. <laughs> okay, so that's it for the fic. Now, since this is really late I'm gonna have to end this episode please excuse my awkwardness it'll get better I promise but for now stay fandom my friends <laughs> Northern Lights is out see you next episode bye